Hello, everybody. You're listening to Accounting Makes Sense, an MJ the Tutor podcast. I am your host, MJ the Tutor, here to help you prepare for your SEMA exams, offer study tips and resources, and sometimes explore topics that are external to SEMA but still relevant to the business world. Well, Black Friday season is upon us. It's just under two weeks from now, but definitely a big event that happens in the U.S. A lot of the products offered on Black Friday, in general, don't follow the pricing strategies we're going to discuss today. They're just at the lowest price possible. But it did get me thinking that now is probably a good time to talk about the different pricing strategies that companies used and how they actually work. For today's episode... Since there are many pricing strategies out there, I'm going to try and cover as much as I can. I'll do 11 in brief description mode, and we'll go from there. So let's start. Our first strategy is something called penetration pricing. Penetration pricing involves offering a new product or service at the lowest initial price to gain customers' attention. The goal is to aggressively get customers and gain market share. This strategy works with the expectation that customers will switch to the new brand because of the lower price. This of course works if customers are price sensitive and make their choices based according to who sells at the lowest price. This is different from predatory pricing, which is a method wherein the company undercuts the price of a product so that other competitors cannot compete and are forced to exit the market. A company that does this will suffer initial losses, but eventually the company benefits by driving competitors out of the market, and once this happens, it raises the price of the products again. Ethically, this type of pricing is considered illegal or unethical, because it hurts competition and it's not really undertaken to help the consumers. Our next strategy is market skinning. This strategy works by charging the highest initial price that customers will pay, and then it is lowered over time. This strategy is in contrast with penetration pricing. The logic of this strategy is that customers will pay on the price because they are early adopters and they'd be willing to pay for the new product because it has some special features or technology and basically own the newest shiny thing first above others. As the demand of the early adopters is satisfied and competition starts entering the market, the price is then lowered to attract the next level, more price-sensitive segment of the market. The next one is premium pricing. In this strategy, it starts off like market skimming, in which the product is sold at a premium price. But the difference is, of course, in premium pricing, the price stays premium all the time, and there is no later time when the pricing is reduced. This strategy involves tactically pricing the products higher than competition so that it gives the impression that the product has a higher quality than the rest of the ones being offered in the market. So it's all about perception with this one. Our next strategy is bundle pricing. As the name would suggest, bundle pricing uses packages or a set of products or services offered all together at a lower price. 
than what they would actually cost if the customer bought all of them separately. The logic is to leverage the collective attractiveness of all the products. A good example of this is cable TV packages. You get so many channels, but perhaps you only really like 5 out of the 100 that you get. But because it's cheaper to get the 100 channels, or maybe it's a good deal, you go for it. Then we have complementary product pricing, which is kind of like bundle pricing because it also works with products that go together. But in this strategy, the products are sold separately. What happens though is that you have a main product which is priced at an optimum level and this increases the demand for another product which is used with it. So think about like a printer and its ink and cartridges. The printer is priced at a very affordable rate so we can sell a lot of printers faster and because the price point is attractive, more products are being sold but the inks and cartridges would be priced a bit more costly or a bit more expensive because your customers now would then have no choice but to buy the inks and cartridges to go with the printer. Together, the company maximizes the profit this way. For our next one, let's try and do a simple strategy, which is the cost plus pricing, or sometimes referred to as markup pricing. In this pricing method, there is a fixed percentage that is added on top of the cost of the product. The resulting number is then the selling price of the product. Simple, right? Generally, the percentage is something that would already be in your head to tack on onto the cost of the product. Now, let's go on to price discrimination. This strategy looks at identical or largely similar products or services, and then these products are sold at different prices by the same company in different markets. So an example of this is like your Microsoft Office suite being offered at regular prices to regular consumers. But Microsoft also has a different pricing when it sells the suite to students and education professionals. A subcategory of price discrimination is volume discount pricing which offers different price points based on the volume of products being sold. If a customer buys over a tiered amount or level of quantity, then the price of the product changes to become cheaper. This encourages customers to buy in bulk, especially since the products become cheaper with a higher quantity or volume. Next up is odd even number pricing, or sometimes referred to as psychology pricing. In this pricing strategy, the understanding is that certain prices have a psychological impact. So think about prices which are often expressed as just below numbers. So something like $2.99. This could be seen as under $3 or under $5. As the name suggests, if the price ends in an odd number, then it is referred to as odd number pricing. And when it ends in an even number, then it is called even number pricing. Lastly, let's talk about target pricing. This is more of a process where we estimate a competitive price in the market and apply our standard or preferred profit margin to that price in order to arrive at the maximum cost that the new product can have. We then try to create the product 
within the maximum cost that we've just calculated. So a simple example of this is that we decide we want to sell the product at $10, but we want to make 40% profit off this product, which then means that we can create this product or produce this product in $6. And we have to actually abide by that target cost so that we ensure we maintain the 40% profit that we want. And that's it for this episode. I hope you learned a little bit more about pricing strategies. Happy Black Friday. As always, I thank you for listening to Accounting Makes Sense. I am your host, MJ the Tutor. If you're keen to connect to be updated with the arrival of the next episode of this podcast or find SEMA resources online, please head on over to my website, www.mjthetutor.com. You can also hit subscribe on whichever platform you are using to listen to this podcast. If you want to connect on social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name MJ the Tutor. So I hope to see you again next time. Ciao for now!